a prominent Peorian reflects on being a woman in journalism in 1963. That's just one of the things you need to know to start your day for Friday, May 12th. I'm Colin Shope, and this is WCBU's On Deck. Support for WCBU's On Deck comes from Palomar Wealth, providing financial planning and advice for Central Illinois. Introducing Navigating Your Financial Journey, a podcast exploring the concepts of financial wellness with the Palomar Wealth team. Now available on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. More information at palomarwealth.com. First on deck today, Peoria environmental advocates and Southside community leaders are voicing their support for legislation that would create new rules for the construction of carbon dioxide transport pipelines in Illinois. I went to their press conference Thursday to learn more. Central Illinois Healthy Community Alliance member Joyce Herent says the Carbon Dioxide Transport Act includes measures putting liability for pipeline emergencies on development companies and prevents them from using eminent domain. And so our legislation would establish, uh, begin establishing these provisions for human health and existing property owners at, at all key points, at the capture, for the transportation, such as through the pipelines, and for the sequestration. Sequestration is the process of storing liquefied carbon dioxide deep underground to lower carbon emissions. The company Wolf Carbon Solutions is in talks to potentially run a trunk line up to the Bioergia plant on the riverfront. Peoria NAACP President Marvin Hightower is concerned about safety risks for the primarily black 61605 zip code. How could it affect us? What could happen if something were to go wrong? We know we want to prepare for the, be- for the best, but we also got to look at the worst because it could happen here. The failure of a carbon dioxide pipeline in a small Mississippi community in 2020 caused more than 40 hospitalizations. Tracy Fox from the Illinois Clean Jobs Coalition claims negotiations around a final bill are ongoing as industry groups are backing a separate carbon dioxide underground storage bill. Here are some other stories that we're following in the WCBU newsroom. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is blasting the, quote, hateful agenda of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis ahead of the latter's address to local Republicans tonight in Peoria. And a Peoria chef says it's time for a big shakeup in the local restaurant industry. You can find more of these stories and all the details at WCBU.org. While many are familiar with feminist icon and notable Peorian Betty Friedan, there's another woman in Peoria who advocated for the community. In this conversation with WCBU's Jody Holtz, Barb Drake reflects on her remarkable career as a journalist in the Peoria area. Back in 1963, for a woman to find a school, a college, that would permit her to major in journalism was extremely difficult. I found only three in Illinois, U of I, which I thought was too big, and Northwestern I wanted to go to, but it was too expensive, and Bradley, which offered me a full scholarship. Bradley had a fabulous journalism department back then. Mm -hmm. Of course, right away I went to work for the student newspaper, and eventually became editor, and I had a great opportunity there too. I was there practically every night working. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, when you were in the midst of of trying to find a school to go to for journalism, I I imagine, was it ever discouraging kind of knowing that you only had, I mean, in Illinois, just three options that you could go to? And I guess like, just how did that make you feel? It was 
disgusting, I think, to know that I only had those three options. Mm -hmm. And it was also scary in that I hoped Bradley would come through because if Bradley didn't come through, I don't know what I was going to do. There were maybe three women, three girls in the journalism classes, but we were treated equally well. There was never any issue. And I was told that I would have a career in newspapers and it would be in news. I didn't, I, I, I should have said this, I did not want to go to the fashion and food side of newspapers, which was just about the only place that women were educated to go work in newspapers. And that was not at all for me. Yeah. So, you know, then then you graduate Bradley, you go into the workforce. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your your work history, your work experience in the greater Peoria area. Well, it was with the Peoria Journal Star, and which was circulation, gosh, well over 100,000 back then. I was only the second woman hired to cover news since World War II. You know, I was a little nervous about how I might be treated, but again, I was treated very well, and uh, I was given a lot, lots of opportunities to cover things. And uh, I worked there for, I think it was 37 years. It was my first job was reporting the news. And then one of the editors who had been responsible for editing my work became the editorial page editor. And when he had an opening, he invited me over there to work on that side of the news business and write editorials. And then when he retired, I took his position and did that for 15 years. And it breaks my heart that none of that is going on now. Not from a selfish standpoint, point, but for the things that, I, when I look back and I think about things that I don't think would have happened in this community without the editorial crusades that we ran and Nobody's doing that now. Yeah. How have you seen journalism change since you first, you know, began your career, both within the industry itself, the quality of the work? I have to almost ask the question, what journalism? If you look at the local paper, it hardly has any local news in it, the Peoria Journal Star. And you can't find any information in there, by and large, that will give you an idea of whom to vote for. We used to interview candidates. Uh, and based on those interviews and the information we could get, you know, we would endorse candidates. And I think it was particularly helpful with judicial candidates because people weren't able to sit down and read stories about, okay, you can read a story about what the mayor did or the school board members back then you could. But, you know, you didn't know about the judges, but they were very important. That was WCBU's Jody Holtz speaking with former Peoria journalist Barb Drake. Hear more from Drake at WCBU.org. Now, before we let you go, the Peoria Players Theater run of The Wedding Singer continues tonight. The musical comedy starts at 7.30 p.m. And that's it for today. The show was produced by Holden Kellogg. You can subscribe to WCBU's On Deck podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.